Hello, welcome to Become. I'm your host, Courtney Koenig. We are here to access more peace and power, and I'm guiding you to uncover your true essence and master your power with velocity. I am a mental fitness coach, a personal development disruptor. I have clients in eight different countries around the world. And here we're going to dive into all things human design, positive intelligence, and self-mastery tools so that you can feel that power for you in your life and move forward. Um, I'll always be sitting here sipping on some sparkling water because that's my jam. And I love telling you a bunch of stories. So let's jump in. Thanks for being here. Welcome to Become. I'm Courtney Koenig, igniting you to become a powerful, profitable, purposeful boss of your business and of your life. And I'm so excited that we get to dive into human design chart of this a beautiful new friend of mine, Misty Lynch. And it's I'm just so grateful I get to share with her the gifts that she was born with. Um, and Misty is host the unscripted reality show Heartbroke and the Demystifying Money podcast. She is also the author of Demystifying Money and a personal finance expert and resource for media outlets, including the New York Times, Cosmopolitan, CNBC, CNN, and many others. Misty, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to dive into your chart. I'm so excited that we're, we connected and um, grateful you're here. So we'd love to get to know our guests before we jump on into your human design chart. So I'd love to hear, um, do you have a favorite book or show that you've been into lately? Ooh, let's see. So I do read, I read a lot. That's actually one of my, my favorite things to do. We did a reading challenge with my kids through the library and I just kind of kept up with them and did the same while they were reading. We read together and, um, let's see the favorite book I read. Um, the only woman left by, um, Riley Sager. It's like a thriller. It was super good. I couldn't put it down. That was, um, uh, that was a great one. And then, um, yeah, really, I love, I was in a spell where I was reading nothing but business books. And then I went to fiction and I started tearing through these books. So it was kind of a nice way to like shut my brain off and really just get involved in a story. So with shows kind of being in hiatus for now, for some of them, it's been a nice way to to spend some time at night. That's so good. And it is, it's a nice thing to like, because a lot of times when I'm uh, listening to personal development and like reading, or I feel like I'm in work mode, you know? And so it's nice to have something other than that. Yeah. And I love those books and I tend to read them with a highlighter and all of that. And so it's not shutting your brain off at all though. It's definitely not for for pleasure. It it is work, but um, yeah, no, that's kind of been my my thing lately is finding those good suspenseful thriller books. Oh, I love that. Oh, that's so great. Um, now, do you have a favorite place that you'd love to travel to, or maybe where you live is where you love? Yeah. So, um, I live in Massachusetts, which I love. I'm from new England. Um, but recently last year we, um, we purchased a, a like investment property in Vermont. So it's right near Mount snow. So it's kind of in the middle of the woods. There's like middle of nature type I mean, you can't really, there's bears that go through on our camera at night that we see. And so that's no kind way. of been a nice place. It really feels like when we, 
when we go there, even though it's only two and a half hours away, that you're kind of just in a different, slower paced world. <laughs> it's beautiful. And we do a lot more outdoor things. So that's kind of my little, um, you know, close to home kind of escape that we've started sharing with other people, which has been nice, but, um, it's, a that's probably for me where I feel like I can kind of relax and kind of slow down a little bit. Yeah, I that's actually one area of the US that I've been wanting to go to. Um is like that like yeah, northeast, yeah, yeah. part of the country. I'm like I've heard it's so gorgeous and in the yeah, fall. Yeah, it's really pretty. Oh, I can't the colors in the fall, it's nice. There's tons of things to do outside even if it's just Ooh. like easy hikes. I have uh younger children that, you know, and sometimes even my parents, we've done hikes that all of us can do, which is kind of, I'm not really a hiker. I've never really been an outdoorsy person. I've thought in my own way, but I think I'm really loving it so far. So. Oh, that's amazing. That's awesome. I love that. Um, well, and I'm so excited to dive into your human design chart and share with you the gifts that you were born with. And, um, And one of the places that we start, the foundational part that we start is your human design type. Mm -hmm. And it's like, almost like, um, I get this question all the time, like, well, I don't want to feel boxed in. Like, I don't want human design to box me in, you know, like feel like I'm being described or too much or things like that. But what it does is it gives us a foundation of these are the gifts that you were born with. This is how you operate best. And it's like you're building this new house, how you want it to be built instead of um, all the, you know, what I should be doing or who I should feel like I am or all these shoulds that oftentimes pop into our brains um, of being a business owner or from social media, whatever the source is that we've collected along the way. It's like, oh, wait a second. This feels like me. Mm -hmm. And when we tap into that feeling of this feels like me everything else kind of comes into place and it just falls into the place. And we want um, this entrepreneur journey to all about being peace and power all at the same time. We can have peace and joy in our journey. We can have power in our journey and it doesn't have to feel stressed or anxious or anything like that. So we can really tap into, okay, am I operating at my highest level? Am I achieving at the highest level that I can? Um, that looks like for me, not for anyone else, but just for me personally. And that's why this uh, human design is such a beautiful tool because it's it's so um, detailed and specific um, to you and personalized to your very being. So as a generator, now that's your human design type, you have this go, go, go energy like this. You have a lot on your plate that you can accomplish. You know, you can get up early, you can work late, you can do a lot of things all at the same time. But one of the gifts that you have as a generator, um, besides this beautiful energy to do all these things, is you can focus and really hone in on the thing that you love that you're really good at. You, It's almost like this kind of hyper-focus, like, okay, I am gonna zone in closely on the thing that I love to do, which is what you've developed as your, your beautiful business that you're helping so many people, um, in the financial space. And I'm going to make that better and better and better. So you can see what's going on with the financial space that needs to change. You can see how it needs to adapt to the current times or your audience that you're adapting it to and how you can best serve them. And really like, coach and educate and guide them in unique ways 
that um, make that space better and better and better. And we often think, well, is, doesn't everybody want to like be better and better? Yeah, they do. But there you have this certain way of doing it and seeing it. It's almost in this other dimensional space that you can see betterment and it is calling towards you. It's like this, um, almost like this tug within your soul, like you're being drawn towards it and you can't help but create this better and better and better um, space. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah. So that it's interesting that you say that because I, I do feel like when I was um, first starting out in my career younger, yeah. I thought I really wanted to make a lot of money. That was what yeah. I thought the goal was. And I feel like money has always been something that I've dealt with, thought about. We went through my family was entrepreneurs. And so we had some, some good times and then some really, really difficult times, um, where we had to move, we had to do a lot of things. So I, I I initially thought like money is it for me. I want to learn about it. I want to understand it, but something always felt, and I did well in corporate. I did well in my career. I had, um, some success. I was very good at taking tests and getting the licenses I needed all of that, but I wasn't really, helping other people with their money. I was working in a very mm -hmm. different role. So something always felt almost, it was like the, you know, a like too hot, too cold, like nothing felt just right. Even though I knew I was, I was in the area that I needed to be in. So when you say things like, you mm -hmm. know, hyper focus, like focused in one particular area, like yes. I knew it was money, but it just wasn't an investing. I found it very interesting. Um, it was a very stressful thing for a lot of people to think about and talk about, but for me, it didn't, I didn't feel that that wasn't, you know, that wasn't true for me, even though I had gone through some difficult times talking about it was okay. <laughs> it, it was, um, more natural to me, probably because we talked about it all the time when, when you're, when you don't have money, it seems to be kind of the center of conversation, with everything that has to happen in your life, especially when I was at that point, I was a teenager or a young adult. And like, I asked my parents for money. We need money. Why do we have money? Why can't we do this? Like all of those things. And so talking about it felt normal, but in my role in corporate, I was making good money, but I wasn't, I wasn't sharing any, it didn't feel like I was sharing any gifts or really helping bring other people up to where the, they felt they needed to be. And, and now with my, with my business now, I mean, yes, I own a financial advisory firm. I do financial planning for people, but I've also done podcasts and um, the TV show and wrote the book because there's so much of a need for mm -hmm. financial advice that isn't full of industry jargon, shame, guilt. You should be doing this before you're 30. You should be doing this before you're 50. And that just makes people feel worse when I feel like there's so much opportunity for people to feel better right now. If they, you know, if they do a few simple things like getting organized or getting clear about their goals, all of these things that they can do without any money at all. Um, but no one's talking about that. No one's talking about the feeling side of money at all. It was more just the math. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of when, when I decided to leave corporate and start to do my own thing, I realized that um, being different was actually better and more yeah. desirable because I was very afraid most people are going to want to work with a rich man. They're not going to want to work, you know, but then I, I, I think that was just holding me back for so long, especially in my twenties, just thinking, no, no one's going to want to do that with me. I, I, I lived in poverty for part of my life. I, I had all of these, mm -hmm. like, they're going to want somebody else. And that wasn't, 
that wasn't true. It was just a story. Yes. It, and it is, it's those stories that block our business expansion, right? It's always yeah. retraining our brain to accept the story that is really true for us yeah. and looking at those sabotaging thoughts that they're just sabotaging thoughts, you know? Yeah. And when we strip that back, we can see this like creativity, this innovation. And that's what you've done um, is bringing this creativity and innovation into a space that um, is kind of the opposite of that, right? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> no, it, it was very much like exclusive, n- numbers driven, um, boring, uh, yes. boring. Like I will say that, like, you know, reading financial, I mean, a lot of people are like, but then I talked to people about business mm-hmm. and owning stocks and stuff from the business sense of it. And it's completely understandable. A lot of people understand how businesses work. They make money. How do they get money? Like, well, that's investors. They get that. But when you talk about it in a way that's complicated and um, overly, you know, confusing, they they tune out. It's not as interesting where like some yeah. of the people I've talked to on the show and other places once they understand it, they become excellent investors. They love the thought of like investing in things that are growing and making money and understanding how they work mm-hmm. and how they can use their money to actually have their money work for them without having to punch a clock every day. Like it's fascinating, but it's just, it's just always been introduced either very late or never <laughs> to some people. And mm-hmm. then it feels like it's just not for them. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that you saw that area that could be better and you went for it. Mm-hmm. Um, also, um, other gifts that are really backing you up on your chart. So on that body graph, right. Mm-hmm. When we pull the chart, there's the body part and, um, there are these centers and on my website, they're defined in green is the defined centers. And those are gifts that you always have now. And each, person has a different, um, kind of like, um, combination of defined centers. And so you have a lot of defined centers. And so you have the crown, the, um, and all these centers again, have gifts that you were specifically born with. And it's really neat because when you're in situations, you can tell your mind kind of what we talked about, like a different story, you know, and this, you can retrain your mind to tell this different story. So the crown's gift is inspiration. And then the Ajna's gift is all about ideas. And then the throat, we're kind of starting at the top and we're going down. The throat's gift is communication. Uh, The G center's gift, which is around the heart is all about direction the solar plexus is all about emotions. And we think, oh, okay. Emotions. Is that really a good gift? You know, but emotions are amazing. They really connect us to each other. They give you some intelligence about situations. You have the sacral, which is your gift of energy. And you have the root, which is your gift of drive. And so all these gifts are really backing you up. And as entrepreneurs, it's so um, good that you are able to harness those ideas and inspirations that you're able to, um, communicate what you're thinking, um, and feeling. And, and then you have feelings because 
that's what really what connects us to each other. You know, um, you have the energy and the drive to take your, um, business ideas to the next level and, and really create that magic within there. And so what it is with centers, I always tell people, I'm like, it's giving you a new story to tell your brain. Okay. It's like, okay, I have this ability. Um, uh, I'm going to go for it. You know what? Cause we get to back ourselves up in business. That's who we have. We have to back ourselves up in business. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on any of those gifts. Yeah. I think that's really interesting. And I know I've, I've looked at, you know, the charts and it's, it, there are so many different things in, in line. And so that's really cool. But I do think that, yeah, especially, you know, with certain, with certain people, you know, like not, not everyone I talk to when I talk to my clients feels like they have any gifts. And I do believe that you're absolutely right. Everybody, everybody does. And some things might feel super natural, like absolutely comfortable for some people, like for me talking about money, which makes some people want to throw up <laughs> feels <laughs> absolutely normal. I will ask people awkward. I mean, it is, I have to, I ask more questions than a doctor and like my mom would be like, how could you like talk to people about that? It's just strange. Or how could you go on a podcast and say like, yeah, for a long time, like we struggled, but I don't, I don't feel any sort of discomfort there. And I think that's an interesting, you know, gift. And I remember when I was trying to, um, when I was trying to write, um, I, w- I started blogging a long time ago and like, sometimes I would get like very, you know, writer's block or I would just sit there and stare at the computer yeah. where like, um, when I started podcasting and talking, it was just more, it was easier to do. So when I wrote my book, I actually dictated it and then Ooh. had it go to notes because like getting like that form of communication for some reason speaking felt much easier for me. Who knows? But I mean, I feel like we can all do all these things. It's just sometimes some things like when you're trying to force certain things to work and they're just not you know, they feel, um, harder or more difficult sometimes looking at other ways to, you know, tap into the things that feel good or easier, um, can be good. And I've been, um, trying to think of different, uh, conversations and topics for public speaking. I really have felt like energized when I've, you know, been able to be on a stage and, and after COVID this year was the first time I've been able to speak in front of a room of people twice. And, that felt so good that I'm like, I need to do more of these things because I really, you know, I enjoy them. I think that it's in alignment with all of the other things that I want to do, but, um, it's not for everyone. (laughs) So that's been kind of, you know, just kind of exploring those, those things that really make me, um, excited and get to work and busy, you know, like to create new things, um, Mm -hmm. in a, like you said, not super creative field naturally, you know, it's been really, it's been fun and, and I never really run out of work to do. <laughs> yeah. Well, and yeah, your ideas and your inspiration are really fueling mm-hmm. like these different avenues. And I love like what you're doing is you're feeling this natural call to speak on stage and to speak to others. And so like, oftentimes like, um, it's about engaging these gifts, right? It's about like being curious about like, okay, what else could I do with this gift? I tell my clients all the time. I'm like, okay, you have this gift. Now get curious about how can you lean into that gift even more? What would it look like? You know? So with communication, um, like I have a gift of the defined throat. So I voice message people all the time instead of writing it out. And like, you voice messaging your book. I mean, that's fantastic because there's so much power. Like you'll see things come together as you speak them. And so standing in that spotlight, shining with your gifts 
um, and being able to reach people in a way that they've never been reached before in a conversations that they've never had around money is a beautiful way that you're honoring your gifts. And when we honor our gifts, they grow and they develop even more. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, No, I, I think for a long time, I felt like nervous speaking and this again was more in my early in my career and I wasn't confident with anybody wanting to listen to me (laughs) hearing what I had to say and I think that that again you know once you started once I started to try and lean and I've had some people that even when I had people that worked for me at the time who wanted to do I said this you know you just have to do it. It's very hard to practice on your own or learn more about it. We so we would start with small webinar, being the person to introduce who's speaking. All of these little things that you could do, and then um, kind of watching people develop um, whatever skills that they're looking to get better at. But it, it's it's been interesting, and I think um, yeah, I love your thought about asking yourself better questions or different, getting curious because a lot of times we just are like I don't know, and we stop. Yes. Yeah. And we don't really explore like what, what more is there for me here in this area, you know? And it's again, like it's backing ourselves up. It's giving our brain a new story of like, well, and, and it's so interesting to me, like in the thought processes of it, our brain is so naturally um, looking for facts all the time. That's just what it's all about. Right. And so when we give the brain this new story of human design, well, your human design is based on your date of birth. And that is a fact. It's kind of indisputable, right? And so the brain's like, well, I guess I am good at speaking or I guess I am good at all these ideas and inspiration. So maybe I should follow those, you know, or, or, um, or um, honor myself and know that like, I can work to get, make this happen, you know, whatever gift is fill in the blank, you know? And so the brain's like, well, I guess that's the direction we're going to go into, you know, and there's no other beautiful is that to have that as a, like a map to say, hmm, okay, now I'm going to get curious about, th- but maybe it wasn't even on your radar before. I love it. I think that is just really cool to be able to kind of explore it and get curious because we want to know more about ourselves. I think we want to make sense of things. And so that's why I kind of love the work you're doing because it is really interesting when you get curious about what could you possibly do that yeah, might feel so- great. Yeah. What could you possibly, I love that. What could you possibly do that feels good, you know? And, and that's just so beautiful. Um, another part of your chart that really stood out to me, um, is, and again, I look at a chart and I'm like, okay, what do we need to talk about today? You know? Um, and I just pull things that really are speaking to me. And so, um, one is your profile. Now a profile is kind of layers of your personality. It's broken up into two numbers you are a six, two. And this is uh, the statement with the six, two is I improve everything around me. And so you're this wise sage, you're really innate wisdom, you're wise to life, you can look inside of yourself and find those answers. Um, And you can guide others towards those answers as well. So kind of like this leader. Um, because of this wisdom and, and wise to life and wise to answers and and coming from within you. Um, and people are drawn to that. You know, they can feel, everybody can feel each other's energies and things like that and who we gravitate towards. There's a reason. And so people gravitate towards you because you're this wise soul. Um, you're also really naturally gifted. You just are effortlessly gifted at the thing that you love and you don't really know how you got there. You're just like, 
I'm just good at this. Here we go. You know, um, and there's pressure in the world to have a lot of qualifications, right? And long lists of certifications or whatever. And sometimes those are needed for sure. But with you being just naturally gifted at your zone of genius, um, that's what's going to back you up. That like um, avenue of like, this is my wisdom. It doesn't need a certificate to say I'm I'm good at this thing, you know? And so oftentimes six twos have um, this kind of perfectionism in them. They're like, oh, you know, I just want this to be um, perfect. I want this to like be done in a certain way, you know, that type of thing. Um, because it'd be either internal pressure or external pressure, but we can drop all that, right? Perfectionism doesn't serve anybody or help a single thing, you know? Um, it's just a coping mechanism and something that can really draw us away from where we're supposed to be and those things. So I would love to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah, I think I, I think that's definitely a lot of that makes makes sense to me. I think for a long time that perfectionism, I I definitely have more certifications that I, so a lot of them I've dropped by the way that I, but for the longest time I was like, no, I need to have this. And then people mm-hmm. will want to listen to me. Then people will, uh, will trust me. Then people will believe that I can help them. And I've realized that now, and some people will ask me, should I get, should I become a certified yes, financial yes. planner? Should I get this license? And I say, can you talk to somebody about what's going on with them? And then like confidently help them like, listen, and you don't need the, like the certification will help. But if you can't do that, you're not going to get business. You're not going to grow. Like you have to be able to be like that person. Because when people come to talk to me about their finances, it's not typically because everything is going fantastic and they just want confirmation of that. Usually something (laughs) happened. Either they are changing jobs. They maybe lost a loved one. Maybe they're getting married. Maybe they're getting divorced. Maybe they're starting a business. Something big is happening where they're like, I need, I need someone to help me. They don't want somebody who is, yeah, I don't know. Oh, that's a good question. You know, they want answers. They want help. They want, they want to feel like they're talking to somebody who's confident. I don't want a doctor that's not confident. I don't. And so I feel like in that situation, I, for a long time, I didn't really get it. I was learning, I was trying to figure it out. Yeah. Um, and then eventually at some point, you know, when I was about 40, I was like, I am not, I have to go do this. I have to go try it. And at that point I had two very, I had you know two young kids. I had um, a great salary. I had a home. I had a husband who was kind of like, what are we doing? But it was just very confidently like, no, this is going to work out felt it. I knew it. Um, but it was just like more like, yeah, that calling that, like, this is what I want. This is what I need to be doing. And then as soon as I made that decision, everything started to unfold. And even oh. during a pandemic, like all of these things, the business that I had walked, you know, kind of around my block and seen the woman who wanted to actually sell. And I, I was right there at the right time. I, the TV show was a very random coincidence, but all of these things, I was open to it and kind mm. of like opportunities then started just coming my direction. And it felt really, really great, you know, but it was like, it was like when you're out of alignment for so long <laughs> and then yeah. you, then you kind of, you know, 
work and it took work. It took a lot of work on my own thoughts. It took work on my own, um, perfectionism and confidence. I thought I had to have the perfect website. I had to have the perfect everything before I could launch business. And then that was really just delaying getting started. Um, because people don't want perfect. Uh, I mean, when I started talking about my own like messy stories, the people understood that. And they, like you said, they were kind of drawn to that. Like, oh, she's being honest with me. She's not judging me. I mean, it would be really hard for somebody to tell me something about their finances that would shock me (laughs) because I'm like, I've seen a lot and I lived, you don't die. (laughs) You know, it could be really tough and really um, embarrassing and frustrating and stressful, but we survive. It feels like the end of the world, but you know there's usually ways to do better. And so I think once I started to feel more authentic in my own, you know, myself, um, that's when people were like, no, you, you, we want more of that. Right. Yeah, totally. Well, and I love so much of your story, like, of leaving, you know, like in your mind, you're like, okay, it is time. And I need to make this jump, you know, I'm ready. And it's this reality that you created within yourself that said, yes. And that's one of the things with generators is responding to the right things. Generators can get in this mind um, and physical, like, well, I'm just going to, you know, work and work and work kind of like a worker bee, you know, but not really be satisfied with what they're doing and really love all the parts of it. But we are supposed to love the work that we do. We're supposed to, you know, I mean, there are hard times, but we're supposed to love the, um, the offers and the expansion and, and what we're coming across. And, and when you said, yes, you triggered this energetic shift within yourself to allow those new reality to come into you and to exist. Because if you would have said no, you would have walked by that um, woman, you know, like, oh, yeah. and, and just kept going. Do you know? Going. Like, yeah, I yeah. would have kept going. I would have, um, yeah, there's so many things that I wouldn't have done. And I know I could have stayed in corporate and been successful yes. and probably retired, but I, I don't think that I would have been as happy. I don't think I would have necessarily like, maybe I would have been somebody who in retirement started a second career. <laughs> like, and I've seen people do that when they have yes. that space, I've seen them be like, well, actually now I'm doing a lot of painting. I'm doing a lot of this. And I'm like, whoa, where was this then? Yes. But it's, it's interesting because when they have the opportunity or the time, that's when certain people sometimes will really surprise me. And I wonder, you know, if that's part of their their story, you know, that this was always there. It was just like, maybe somebody told them you're never going to make money doing that, or that's not a great thing to do, or you should do this instead. And they listened. (laughs) Yes. They listened instead of, they listened to outside resources instead of really listening to their internal voice and, and human design can, and all these personal development tools that I work with can really help declutter that and really get the clear on like, what's coming from within and follow that, have the guts enough to follow it. So um, one other part on your chart that really stood out to me is a gate. Now a gate is on that body graph. It's attached to an energy center. So one of those centers all along the body graph, and it's those lines that go all around. Now they're, the gates are halfway filled in lines um, on the body graph. 
and you have gate number four and this gate is attached to the Ajna and this gate is I orchestrate order. So you have a strong uh, logical left side. Common sense really makes uh, is natural for you. Um, you kind of have this intolerance for chaos. You're like, okay, you know, we need to make things happen. There's kind of this rhyme or reason, you know? Um, and there's this, um, ability to create order and systems out of disorder. And I was just, as we were talking about like what you do, which is basically that, you know, you're taking this like disheveled or, you know, chaos that people come to you with and you're like, okay, no one's going to die, which I love that statement so much. I'm like, we need to use that more. <laughs> it's just, no one is dying here. Let's be honest. Okay. We're going to save that for the medical professionals. But, um, and, um, and you're like, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to create this order out of this chaos that you have brought. And what I do too, is I tell my clients too, I'm like, I want you to market your gifts. You know, I, I want you to tell people, Hey, I am really good at taking your chaotic order and we're going to create systems and we're going to get you to the goals that you want. That's what I am good at, you know, that type of verbiage. Yeah. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah. That is so funny. I mean, I just... I, I, I just went through my house recently and I love getting rid of things. I can't stand oh. clutter. I get very anxious in like when there's too much stuff, physical stuff around period. And I feel the same way, you know, when it comes to finances or even head stuff, junk that's going on up there It's a lot of people will come to me and they'll be like, but if I leave this job, and they'll go to the worst case scenario. What if then what if we lose all our money? And what if I then have to lose a house? And what if I do this? And then I'll tell them like, yeah, then we'll move. Then we'll go get a job. Then we'll go do this. And they are had, they're going to, they're going to die. They're going to be on the streets. They're going to be, it's going to be terrible. And then sometimes people will tell me like their worst case scenario and they're describing their own life right now. Like, well, worst mm -hmm. case scenario, if I did start my business, I guess worst case scenario, I could go get a job at like, a company like the company I work at now, um, I could figure that out. And it's just like, you just described your normal day. We have to try this, you know? And so that kind of clarity mm -hmm. is hard to do on your own sometimes because there's, there's pressure, there's your routines and your habits, which becomes so normal. And everything you tell yourself every day starts to feel like it's true or like it's a fact. And if no yeah. one's being like, okay, well, that doesn't sound so bad. What is bothering you? What's so bad? And a lot of times people are just feeling very frustrated with their current situation and they're in, they forget they're in complete control of changing it. Like what they spend, what they eat, what they drink, where they work is their, their control. Um, it just doesn't feel that way all the time. So that's mm. why I think like helping with that, you know, clearing up some of the chaos can be, is this the easiest way to start to like honor yourself and make progress, even if it's going to be hard and that's okay. Like it's hard to not feel good. <laughs> it's hard to work on your goals. Like it's kind of, life's kind of hard sometimes and that's okay. Um, but I do feel like a lot of people sometimes are just, they're, they're so frazzled Mm -hmm. And I am usually not, even with my children and stuff. I don't feel like I get that stressed out 
a lot. I think I might've gotten that from my father. And even though we had hard times, he always seemed like he was kind of in control of it. He could change it if he wanted to. And that is kind of how I've always been able to just like calm people down. My mom says I calm her down. She'll call me when she's all feeling stressed out. And I just, I guess I'm like Xanax. <laughs> people. <laughs> It's not like thing, but I definitely make people like calm down. So I don't know. Maybe I should yes. market that better. <laughs> yeah, you totally should. That perspective, because it's really like what I hear you saying too is like this beautiful gift of like giving them back control. You know what? Because out of control is chaotic, and feeling like, oh yeah, I I actually do. I am in the driver's seat. Is this dispelling of chaos, you know what it is giving them choices. They actually have freedom instead of feeling shackled. And that's the beauty of like what you're doing. Yeah. So definitely, um, you know, um, Missy, your chart is so beautiful and you're such a beautiful soul. I'm like, this has been so fun. This has been so much fun. Thank you so much for having me on. I can't wait to have you on my show. Oh, I can't wait. This is going to be great. Um, and Missy, I know that um, the audience would love to jump into your world and get connected with you. How, what's the best way to do that? Sure. So if you're looking for somebody to help you with your with your finances or investments, you can head over to soundviewfinancialadvisors.com. That's my firm. Or if you're just interested in the book or the podcast or just more of the, the thought work on that, um, you can help her head over to mistylynch.com. And that's where you can find links to the shows, the podcasts and the book, and then just some of the blogs that I, I spoke into <laughs> a dictation device to write um, and, uh, and go from there. I'd love to connect with anyone who's interested. Oh, that's perfect. And we'll have all those in the show notes. Um, so um, and listeners and viewers, thank you so much for being a part of the show today. Make sure you screenshot this, share it to your stories, tag Misty and I, and we'll shout you out as well. All right, let's embrace our power.